0: Thank you for listening to the Martinis and the Macabre podcast. This show contains graphic content and explicit language. It is intended for immature adult audiences. Listener discretion is advised.
1: need a new jig. New jig? I think. A jig is... uh, Or a fib. Oh, fib. Or a fid.
0: You don't know what you're talking about. I'm not
1: making up words. It's this thing that goes at the end of a paracord. You screw into it, and it's like a little needle that you use to push through the woven parts. Fid. I think it's a fid. I can't find it. I can't find it because we got new furniture, got a whole new living room suit and everything, and... It's there somewhere. That's why I haven't been able to make the um, ribbons. The keychains? The keychains. I can't find that damn thing. And you need that for that because it's braided pretty tight and you have to have that little needle tip to push through, to rip through the, the, the cord through and I can't find it. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, this is why we have Patron. Go out and get a new one. I can, but I know it's here. And that's what's bothering me. It's the principle that's bothering me. It's here somewhere.
0: Have you checked the boxes?
1: Yeah. The thing is, is you're looking for one skinny tube of metal and it's kind of hard to... I'll find it. I'll find it.
0: I hope so. Because people are waiting. I'm on it. They're waiting on your glorious keychains.
1: Whoever's waiting on my keychain, I'll make them two. It's Amelia. Amelia will get two. Just (laughs) let me find the fucking thing and I'll be able to make it.
0: Sorry, Amelia. That's that's the price of waiting, is now
1: you get to. We love you, Amelia.
0: We love you. Hi, guys. Welcome to Martinis and the Macabre, the podcast where we drunkenly discuss morbid murders, mysteries, and mayhem.
1: And paracord accessories.
0: Fids or fuds or guds or jigs or... Milk duds. Yep. Words. All of those. (laughs) My name's Erica. I'm joined by my husband and co-host, Billy.
1: Hi. I'm Billy. How are you? He makes all
0: the keychains.
1: <laughs> I do the keychains.
0: <laughs> with his little snuggle bunny hands. Yeah. Oh, you're so cute. I'm
1: actually fucking adorable.
0: Fucking adorable?
1: Fuck yeah. Fuck
0: fucking yeah. adorable. He'll walk right up and pet me. Hmm. Don't anyone pet him. He's mine.
1: All I'm saying is hugs are free and one size fits all. Wow. I'm very huggable.
0: Right before we start recording, you wanted to murder everyone. And then you farted.
1: Well, that's a butt burp. A butt burp? We call it the butt burp.
0: What's this wee? You got a mouse in your pocket?
1: It'd be weird if I pulled out a fucking mouse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Where did you get that?
1: Oh, just uh, You've
0: been saving it for just this occasion.
1: Finally. Yeah, I pulled out a dead, rotted mouse. <laughs> like, and I talked to it. It's time, Steve.
0: <laughs> oh, it stinks.
1: Dead mouse? They tend to. Yeah. Oh, just so you guys know, the uh, wherever you're listening, I don't know what your where, uh, what your weather is, but here it turned. It's um, lately it's been pretty good, so you might hear people mowing here.
0: Yeah, there's been it? a lot of people mowing uh, today.
1: We record on Sunday. Sunday is hungover mowing day, at least here in Muncie. So,
0: yeah, because this one took a little more time to do the research and to get everything lined up how I wanted it to be.
1: And I take I I, I have I have beef.
0: What's your beef? I have beef with you. With me? I
1: do. I do. I'm always willing to help. I always am. hmm And you're like, Billy, need you to go over this documentary mm-hmm. and point out the places where he sounds crazy. Now, who we're about to talk about, I'm not going to say who. I'll leave that to Erica. Go. And <laughs> the thing is, though, is as you will find out, this guy is crazy 24-7. Pretty much. Like, you have... Oh, fuck. What's his name? The guy... Oh, Canadian. Blue Steel.
0: Luca Magnata.
1: There was a and point... I like think that was
0: episode eight, maybe? Blue but there, Steel?
1: There was kind of a point where he did turn. Where, like, he... Where he did what he did.
0: He's an ambiturner.
1: He's an ambiturner. <laughs> I, I love Zoolander. I love Zoolander because the whole time he was like, it's just one look. I feel like I've taken crazy pills. And then he did it again. And then he even looked at it and was like, it's glorious. Oh, that's fucking great. Anyway. Uh, oh, Merman,
0: Dad. What's his name? Merman. Magatu? Uh-huh. Is it
1: Magatu? Magatu. Yeah. Love Zoolander. It's a good movie. Um, Thing is, I was like, you can't timestamp this. You'll hear. You and, can't
0: triple stamp a double stamp.
1: He, yeah, you can't triple stamp a double stamp, Lloyd. <laughs> but he is crazy 100%. Remember the notes I took? Mm-hmm. It was like 01 to 022, 024 to 130, 136 to 5. It's like it's the entire fucking thing because this guy is crazy Throughout, I'm aware because
0: I went through and transcribed it all.
1: That's my beef with you. It's like I can't, I can't timestamp something that needs. I to
0: just wanted just you whole, to find the really crazy parts.
1: Every yeah, from par- when you hit play, it's really <laughs> crazy the whole way. And I'm like, really, this is what you have me go to bat with?
0: Yeah, and I even had to cut some out of the crazy parts because it just would be way too long if we tried to include everything.
1: But uh, he's fucking crazy
0: <laughs> let's get to it uh
1: like i could i could do one where it's like a babysitter who's a serial killer because i'll know the part where they're babysitting and the part they snap and turn into a serial killer you had me jip, I, you don't dip a toe in this 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 is full in, fucking crazy from yep,
0: from day one from
1: day one and it's like well what is she looking for the part where he's crazy or really crazy because they're all yeah that <laughs> all of the video there's a point i wanted to tell you like look like, can we just put like a link just <laughs> the video like in the show notes because this guy's fucking off his rocker not
0: really because there's like 22 hours worth but anyway what? i thought it was like a one hour no just what we took the notes from is a snippet there were uh, we'll get into it we'll get into it
1: god, that's even worse yeah god so... damn you for making <laughs> me have to take notes on that no that's not cool
0: this is one that we've had a pen in for quite a while there isn't any murder But there is the death of a man named Ricardo Lopez, a 21-year-old living in Hollywood, Florida. His blood was seen seeping down the outside walls of the Van Buren Plaza apartment building under apartment A, where he resided. When police were let inside, they found quite a scene in the extremely cramped two-room apartment. There was trash and art supplies everywhere. A racial slur was written across the fridge, with Ricardo's badly decomposing body lying near it. He was naked, and a strange zigzag pattern of red and green grease paint covered his bald head and face. A video camera on a tripod faced the direction of where he was found. The TV was frozen with a woman's face on the screen, and on the wall opposite Ricardo's body, written in large black letters, was a message. The 8 millimeter videos are a documentation of a crime, terrorist material. They are for the FBI. Ten loose videotapes, All approximately two hours in length were found in the apartment, with an 11th in the video camera and labeled the last day. But we need to start back at day one of the tapes, Ricardo's 21st birthday. And like we said before, there's going to be a lot of audio in this episode. And just a warning, there are some racial slurs that pop up, which I've decided, and I hesitated on this, but I've decided not to censor them so that you can hear everything exactly as it was said. And we, in no way, agree with any racist rhetoric or use them terms ourselves. We do not believe in any of this stuff, despite what some people may think after the zebra murder episode. But just to be clear, I am going to leave them in because they are his actual quotes from his videotape. So, without further ado, let's get to it.
2: My name is Ricardo Lopez, it is January 14th 1996, today is my birthday, I'm 21. Now yesterday I purchased this camera, today I purchased a tripod and I will begin the documentation of my life of my art and of my plans okay comfort is what I seek in speaking to you something with a I don't know something that makes me feel better for a long time I've been speaking into the mirror and being my own psychologist sort of it's a release as many times my art is or would like to think that my art is I'm not gonna try to pretend I'm smart or savvy or cool I gotta pass even though I want to I gotta pass that I gotta be honest and that's that ain't easy, That ain't easy. Okay. You are a camera. I am Ricardo. We are both the same now. You are a living part of my brain, which is simultaneously, perhaps doing a better job of it, remembering these events which are going to unfold.
0: so uh yeah one of the same huh camera and the man so ricardo lopez was born on january 14th 1975 in uruguay but lived most of his life in the u.s first in georgia and then settling in florida he was from what was considered a stable and supportive middle-class family he was intelligent and artistic eventually pursuing the latter and dropping out of high school to become an artist he was five foot five, overweight, reserved, and very self-conscious about his body. He had a few male friends, but never pursued any relationships with females, as he felt inadequate. He had a crush on Gina Davis in his late teens, but quickly dropped her ass in 1993 when he saw a video on MTV for a little song called "Human Behavior," sung by Icelandic singer Bjork.
1: It's a good song.
0: He instantly had a new
2: crush. Uh, of course, it's true because she's just human, man. See, I don't see her as human Okay, I don't I I don't don't get I don't I don't don't get this picture Fuck yeah, fuck yeah I don't do that I don't see her like that I see her beyond you I put her On the pedestal so high that, You see And I was thinking about this the other day thinking about this the other day and it's true we were talking about it with george about how we have a natural tendency to worship humans don't? since the beginning of time civilizations have been worshiping either one thing or the other the sun that you know we have that need in us to look up and, and, and to worship that's this it's it's put in there you know by our creator of course for some people, it's not, it's not, it's different things. But everybody worships something, right? For a lot of people, it's money. Oh, that's their God. Other uh, of people, it's sex, you know, pleasure. That's their God, okay? People always submissify themselves and look up to something, okay? Uh, you know, so, you know, of course, different extents, you know, whether it being in the religious organization or being in the, you uh financial institution or you know in a power play struggle they always worship something always okay we're always looking for something to worship and apparently in my case it's her a human just like me an imperfect fleshly creature which I've I've you know put her in an angelic status my heart, I've never, I've never dreamed of fucking her, okay, the only thing I've ever fantasized about, if anything, was just bringing her pleasure to satisfy her need, you know, eating her out or something like that, you know, just giving her an entire pleasure just because, you know, fulfilling her earthly needs, I'm not fucking her because I know that I'm not sufficient for that, okay, I have prostate problems and I got a little dick and I'm fat and I have no stamina
1: that's the that's that's where i first noticed i was like okay this guy's kind of off his rocker
0: yeah
2: to
1: where he's like i because normally with stalkers just like oh i want to fuck her and be with her forever Mm -hmm. and have her decaying body next to me in bed that type of shit you know yeah He was like oh i just want to go down on her and make her feel good i'm like okay you're wow buddy yeah wow
0: but it almost seems romantic in a way. A man that would walk to the ends of the earth for a woman he doesn't even know if it would make her happy. But then it gets a little creepy.
1: Oh, now it does?
0: Yeah, just a little bit. Oh.
1: Okay.
2: And I've never really fantasized too, too much about being in a relationship. Because I can't be in a relationship with anybody because of my emotional condition. So it's very hard to, to pretend I don't have that, you know. I will explain about that later about my emotional condition. And but anyway, I see her a lot, a lot, a lot. After seeing Taxi Driver for the fifth time or sixth time, you no know, 7, I don't know. I lost count. Okay, I, I noticed something. I said, you know what? That's exactly, exactly how I see her. The way Robert De Niro sees uh, Judy Foster's character. Exactly how I see her. And I was like, wow man, I see her like a daughter. Cause you know, a lot has to do with her child like looks and her childlike voice and, and you know being so spontaneous and cute and, and you know I never really saw her, her her as far as her beauty, I never really saw her as, you know, elegant and this and that. She's always been cute and and, and smiling and, you know, and, and, the way i see her like like a daughter type of figure you know the most i've ever wanted to do with her is just hold. you know just like oh i've had many fantasies of just holding her you know not being in a relationship with her because i'm no good for that but just oh man i mean i mean i've asked i've i've mastered the art of uh, self-embracement just just let yourself go just you know, her holding me, you know. So like, oh, it'll be all right, you know. You know, feeling her lungs, you know, taking the breath of life and maybe spelling it.
1: Yeah, um the difference to me is that taxi driver he wanted to get her if I'm not mistaken, he wanted to get her out of that situation because Jody Foster was a prostitute. Mm-hmm. Bjork's not. Bjork's pretty successful.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and you can't talk about eating a woman out in one breath and then say you see her as a daughter figure with the
1: next. It adds to the creepiness.
0: Yeah. But at least he's mastered self-embracement because he is holding himself as he's saying this. He's He's got that going for him.
1: Yeah, most of the time in these videos, he is stark naked or just wearing underwear.
0: Yeah. But he falls just short of calling what he feels about her an obsession.
2: Many people could say, what the hell are you talking about man? You you know you don't even know this girl, you don't you know do you even met her, man, what the hell are you? fucking crazy man. Okay. Many of those points, as you know, later on. But uh what I do feel for her, okay, I know I know many people would say you can't possibly love somebody you don't know Love is something with time Love is, You know what love is? Love is a chemical Okay A biological substance In our brain which is released Okay By the neurotransmitters Okay It's a chemical called oxytocin That's true love Oxytocin And what is oxytocin? It's the binding glue Okay That holds families together Okay That's Okay it's not a mystical thing. It's not a magical thing that just happens because of you know the the soul, the spirit, and no, all that it has. It's a it's a chemical war machine. Okay, as much as we want to fancy ourselves as you know superior to to other creatures, you know we're beyond you know our soul, spirit, you know mystical, you know we're you know we're so far beyond. We're machines, biological ones. Okay, that's what we are. And machines, you know. As you as you all well know, you know have moving parts have, this is not, you know, you know, oils, uh, fuels. That's what we are, basically, that's it. Okay. And that's what I have. It's an attachment. Okay. It's an attachment to it. Okay.
1: It sounds to me like he, he is obsessed. He knows he's obsessed, but in a way, he's trying to justify it while at the same time admitting that he's obsessed.
0: Oh, yeah, it's just an attachment.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, I, you know, I'm I'm completely smitten and, and none of this makes sense. But here's why it makes sense to me mm-hmm. type of shit. And
0: in, in a weird way, he's completely aware that everything that he feels and thinks is absolutely nutso. And we'll see examples of that throughout this. Um, but, yeah, just an attachment.
1: All right, Snuggle Bunnies, now put yourself in my shoes. You have like twenty some hours of this shit and then they're like, Oh, pick out what's crazy. Fucking all of it is crazy. Every <laughs> bit of this is fucking crazy.
0: But the thing is, most of the time he's very intelligent about topics. He's sure knowledgeable. He's well spoken most of the time. So it's very
1: But he knows strange. He knows it's fucked up.
0: Exactly. But yet he still sticks with it, even though he knows it's crazy. But uh Okay. So Ricardo was making ends meet after dropping out of school by working as a part-time exterminator for his brother's pest control company, specializing in cockroaches. And he took his job very seriously, as you can tell from this next rather long clip that I found quite humorous.
2: My brother calls, saying that, first of all, he asked me, very cleverly, he asked me, hey, uh, when you went to go do a Tokyo Bowl, how many roaches did you find? I said, well, uh, I mean not millions of them it wasn't super super impressive but i did find a whole bunch a whole bunch and i killed tons of them he goes no because uh the owner called and he says that uh you know that you didn't do a good job and that he doesn't like you and, and this and that i said well, wait a second, what is it what is it i mean he didn't say that he didn't like me but he goes no that he liked the other guy better I said, wait a second, I mean, George himself, he stuck by me because he knows I do good-ass fucking work. When I fucking hit roaches, man, I fucking destroy them, okay? Okay, and this motherfucker, okay, this fucking Chinese motherfucker, Japanese motherfucker, whatever he is, okay? Okay, that's a fucking insult to me, okay? I'm fucking offended, bro. I'm going to go there tomorrow. I have to go there fucking way the hell over there in Commercial Boulevard. I have to go way the fuck over there, again, for free. That's fine. For fucking free, I have to go over there. That's fine. If I go there and I see, number one, when you do a cleanup, okay, a major, major cleanup, I spent that, like, over three hours. You saw how, my, how I came back that day all fucked up, okay? When you do a fucking major cleanup, okay, you do not get rid of 100% of the roaches. I mean, that's practically impossible, okay? Only in a certain cases. will that ever happened And, and, and even then it, it takes time I just did that Clean out Friday And he's complaining He says that no There's not a lot of roaches but, but he's not satisfied He's not fucking satisfied Tomorrow I'm gonna go over there Fucking 630 sharp I'm gonna go over there Okay I have the fucking key in there Okay I'm gonna go over there If I don't see one fucking ro- if, I, if I see lots of roaches Lots of roaches Then I say okay I I, I must have missed the nest I must have done something wrong I'm gonna take care of the problem because I like to do good work Especially fucking killing Okay, I like to do good work And I'm fucking insulted at the fact that he says that I'm no good Okay, if I don't see one fucking roach in there I'm going to make that fucking place into like a hurricane disaster I'm going to, he says, didn't move everything Okay, I'm going to fucking turn all the benches, the refrigerator, everything fucking upside down Motherfucker, I'm going to turn that place inside out Inside out I'm going to turn that place Okay and I want him to fucking call And say him complain I want him to do that Because I said George Let me have the number I'm going to talk to him right here I'm going to send him fucking hell I'm going to send that mother Chinese or Japanese or Whatever fucking Motherfucking i going to send to hell Okay I don't care if I fucking lose the account And lose the other account Motherfucker man The fucking work that I did in there un- Unappreciated If he's correct If I did a fucking bad job if I go in there and I see fucking roaches everywhere, that means that I did not do a good job. If I see one or two, I mean, that that's normal. Especially, that it's only been about three days, okay? Understandably, okay, it's 15, 20 days from now. You still see some because, you know, the, hey, you know, first time, first time, okay? But if I go in there and I don't see, and I'm gonna fucking turn that place fucking upside down. If I don't see one fucking roach, okay? I mean I'm not I mean I feel like calling the guy up tomorrow if I don't find one fucking road just sending his fucking Chinese ass to fucking hell. Okay? I feel like doing it, but I'm not gonna do that. Because that's gonna jeopardize my job. And even though that's that that wouldn't be a wise thing to do because I don't wanna get fired over some shit like that because I would lose two counts. But I tell you what. I'm gonna turn I'll let my actions speak louder than my words. I'm gonna fucking turn that place fucking inside out. Flip over every single fucking bench, get all his fucking dishes or whatever fucking trash, throw everything on the floor, do a fucking massacre in there, okay? With all his fucking equipment turning upside down and say, hey, you wanted me to find of brooches? You said this was fucking infested? I fucking loop everywhere, okay? I'm going to do that, okay? I'm going to let my actions speak louder than my fucking words.
1: He sounds like he's really upset about his job. Yeah,
0: he believes strongly. And making his actions speak louder than his words, especially when it comes to Asians and cockroaches. So apparently (laughs) anyway, back to the main story here. Ricardo's obsession with Bjork. As he said on his first tape, it was January of 1996. That's three years after he had first, quote unquote, fell in love with her. In those three years, he wrote to her several times, created art based on or inspired by her, and even sent her a piece of his artwork once. In his 803-page journal that was found in the apartment, it detailed how he counted each day that went by without him getting a response. He started to take it personally. He started to feel ignored. He started hearing the sexual undertones in her music and seeing them in her videos and started to feel like maybe she wasn't as pure and untouched as he wanted to believe she was. But he still held on to his obsession with her. Until this happened.
2: I might as well begin. Oh for the first time. Bjork. York yeah. All her stuff. Now, as Let me show you this. Look at this beautiful face. This cute, innocent, sweet and shy thing. Whoa.
0: Here's your warning.
2: She's fucking a nigger. Can you believe that? yes fucking nigger that's unacceptable but uh he said that you know he talked all about her how he liked her and you know once he met her you know he couldn't you know look personally maybe he's a nice guy maybe he's not a nice guy he's an opportunist. But he's a fucking nigger. That's it. Okay. I don't give a shit about him. So be it. Whose fault is that? That's right. That's her fault. And that's, uh, completely unacceptable to me. And, um uh, I'm just gonna have to kill her.
1: So... There's that.
0: He says he doesn't give a shit about him, but I think he kind of does. He had read about Bjork dating an English musician, DJ, and actor by the name of Goldie, who happened to be black. Now, it's not real clear where his racism and bigotry stem from, but he definitely had a problem with black people. And this next part is pretty nasty and hateful, and it's quite long, so buckle in. to
2: there's many, many things about her that I do not approve of, and it really turns, turns my insides out like that, and, and pain. Okay, many things. But still, you know, I still have that attachment to her. Okay, it, but this, this thing, but that nigger, I mean. I mean that was a stab in the heart for me, not that it shows me anything, but you know that's my greatest fear is that, is of, of you know of blacks, not that I fear them personally because they're just walking bags of blood just like the rest of us, their skin is no thicker than any of us, you see this? This is white, okay? If I were black, it'd be the same thing. Easily pierced. Easily. They're not immortals. I don't fear them. But, um, I see them as animals, man. Even though I am an animal, personally. No, I don't see them as animals. Let me, let me tell you a little bit of what I feel. Most people, Uh, First of all, I'm an exterminator. To have a point of reference, I am an exterminator, a bug man, as many people choose to refer to me, you know, cockroach man. Most people in this world, I'd say the majority, are cockroaches. Me, being one of them, if you look around you, I'm a piece of shit, okay? I'm dirty, sloppy, fat, disgusting, okay, I'm a piece of shit. The reason why I don't, you know, I'm not interested in finding a girlfriend, this and that, because I'm a piece of shit. Not that I, I don't have self-confidence. I mean, that, that's, that's funny. But, um, I'm a cockroach, just like most people. But niggers, niggers are the shit of cockroaches in my eyes. I mean, that's ignorance at its finest. But it's how I feel, exactly how I feel. And when I see a white woman with a black man, that is the amount of chemicals in my in my head. That's ignorant and is a stupid, and all you, that has to be changed. because that's not right. Political and politically correct. Look, what I feel in here is what I feel. And that's completely unacceptable to me, completely. There's less than 3% of white women in this world, okay? Not that whites are better than anybody else, okay? But to let you know some of the facts, to remind myself, 3% of white women in this world that are of childbearing age, 3%, that's it. Now they mix with blacks, that's it. Anything you mix with a nigger is an improvement. You mix a nigger with a goat, and it's an improvement. You you mix them with anything and it's a fucking improvement. That's how I feel about it. Not all of them are bad. No, there's a lot of good ones. A lot of decent, hard working people, okay, that do not mess with people. And that's fine. <clears throat> that's fine. Keep to themselves, you know. I don't want nothing to do with them, but hey, you keep to yourself, you work hard, that's fine. I have no problems with you, okay? But these fucking delinquents out there, okay. Many many times in my in my head <laughs> I figure, okay, I figure I'm already full of bullets, but by some miracle, I've got another hour to live and fucking full of any weapons I can carry. I'm fucking do uh, the, the, the best target, the best target would be a fucking rap concert. Oh my God. Those are the type of people that I would love, love, love to exterminate. You know, I'm gonna die fine. But you are taking all you motherfuckers with me. Can't fucking use gas, chloropic I'd use it. I, I, I have access to many, many potentially catastrophic chemicals. And that's my advantage. Because anybody can have guns. Chemicals. Very few people have access and have the knowledge to use it and I do. You know. I mean, this is like a, a satanic thing that, that she just happens to be with a fucking nigger.
0: So, uh, wow. There are many things wrong with this. So, let's see. Um, He's of Latin descent from a country in South America, which I looked into Uruguay, and it's supposed to be one of the most progressive countries, like, in the world. It looks beautiful. But... He then pulls on his skin and calls it, quote unquote, white. Now, maybe the term white is used differently in Uruguay, but here in the U.S., where he grew up, white is generally related to being of some kind of European descent. And he's talking about black people not having morals, all while he is plotting to kill a complete stranger. And he admits that what he's saying is ignorant. How can you know that it's ignorant and stand by it? But I guess we shouldn't try to reason in an unreasonable mind. So, uh, yeah.
1: He's crazy. <laughs> I, he's crazy.
0: Yeah. He's fucking nuts He's
1: fucking crazy.
0: So, uh, I guess we should listen in to see what his plan is.
2: Yeah. I've been planning it. It's the 14th today. I've been planning it on uh, past week and a half. It sounds crazy. One of the reasons I have you is to document my, uh, my progression to the events. I'm gonna send a package, a lightweight, business-like folder, cardboard folder, that opens up. It has different things that open up to reveal different letters, different options. You know, it's a, I'm going to pretend to be a company from New York City, who deals with uh, interactive books and, and magazines and, you know, promotional material and and uh, like, you know, pop-up books and all that, all those sorts of things. Okay. And uh, I want to make it look like uh, you know I'm sending it to her. You know, because you know, she's in the music industry and you know, perhaps uh, she needs for promotional material for you know inter artist communication or what have you, you know. You know, make it look like an entrepreneur. You know, looking for you know his business. You it's going to be a legitimate-looking company with a printed, uh, laser, computer laser-printed that is <clears throat> You know, labels, and I make it look. Uh...
1: Well, he's done his homework. He knows where Kinkos is.
0: Yeah, he's an artist. He's thought about this. What's the best way to get something to her that might grab her attention?
1: I get that too. What he's doing. Like you can't, you can't be like to Bjorg from su- to such a such address from.
0: Do you like me? Circle yes or no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, I like you. Have you seen Taxi Driver?
0: No, like he's. <laughs> Will you be my daughter? Oh, can I hold you?
1: But see something like this though, like what he's planning, it really seems like a PR assistant would be really the victim. They check shit like that.
0: And that's <laughs> the thing: is some of the stuff he's very knowledgeable about and he's thought about it in 50 different ways, but it's like that one way he hasn't thought about it could just totally implode the whole plan. Mm -hmm. He's, he's tried to come at it from every angle, but hasn't paid attention to certain other things going on around the situation. Yeah. So his origin. because it could be one of those things like,
1: you know, I, I don't know if Bjork is even her real name, but like, Oh, you know, you, you have a package. Oh, what's it say? And the next thing you know, person opening the package, they're the one that's fucked. Mm -hmm. Not her. Yeah. So that didn't work out. Well, and. That wouldn't work out at all.
0: He hates black people, but he's not going after the black guy. He's going after her because she chose a black guy. It's strange. (laughs) He's not trying to get them both. Yeah. But he loves her and she's his obsession, but he wants to kill her.
1: But you're trying to get yourself in the mind of a stalker, and it's hard to get into it. They're crazy. They're fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Which is why it's hard to fucking (laughs) timestamp anything in this video.
0: Well, his original plan was to obtain the blood of someone infected with HIV. Put that blood in some kind of needle or syringe, some kind of vessel that would pop out or stick out of the package, and infect her with it. Now, I know AIDS and HIV were still considered death sentences in the 90s. But for someone who's put this much thought into his plan, he didn't do a whole lot of research on the disease.
1: I, I haven't looked into it, but I have a question. Um, if you have that disease and your blood is drawn, doesn't that disease die? Once it's like exposed to oxygen, it's just dead blood now. They, yeah, it's not going to do anything. It, it no, has to be in your vessels for it to, to add the virus to stay alive.
0: Well, and there's no guarantee that she would even become infected if poked. I mean, people in the medical field get poked with needles all the time. And if there's not a sufficient quantity and it doesn't get into the right areas of the body, you're not going to become infected.
1: You know what it makes me think of? Remember that great documentary, Outbreak? Mm hmm. When Rene Russo got stuck-hmm I remember seeing that going oh no oh no she's got it and she was like ripping off her gloves I was like please don't say you please please oh you got it there yeah. it is
0: oh spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> she's got
1: it I was told that at work what I spoiled the movie for somebody there's a great documentary called a uh, Minuteman on Netflix about Bonnie and Clyde
0: you mean the Highwaymen?
1: highwaymen that's what I say, Minutemen? Mm-hmm. The fuck, I'm stupid. <laughs> the Highwaymen. And I was talking about how the end was so fucking crazy and everything. He, and he was like, throw out a spoiler alert first. And I was like, it's Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. We know how it ends. <laughs> I didn't spoil shit.
0: That's like giving the ending of the Titanic away.
1: Yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert, it sinks. Mm-hmm. Go, Fig.
0: People die. Fucking stupid. <laughs> Well, yeah, and like you said... Yeah, man, he was like, hey, hey,
1: spoiler alert. I was like, hey, hey, read a book. It's there. Like, I could pull up the pictures right now.
0: Did you have history class? My hmm.
1: God, I knew about Bonnie and Clyde when I was a kid.
0: Yeah. Well, like you said, even drawing up the blood and everything, the virus will most likely die in the time it takes to a package from Florida to London, which is where she lived at the time. Nonetheless, he planned on having full documentation of the process and was pretty realistic about the situation and outcomes, even though he totally disregarded these possible errors and flaws in his plan of getting HIV-infected blood into her system to infect her.
1: You know what he should have done was hire that guy in that crazy, crazy documentary Jurassic Park who had that stuff in the shaving can, shaving cream can? <laughs> that might have worked. My barba, say, my barba, my barba aids.
0: Barba aids.
1: My barba <laughs> aids.
0: <laughs> that's how we're transporting aids these days, huh? Barba aids.
1: You know what's crazy is when he squirted out on his hand and then like put it on a pie. I was like, that pie looks good now.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then I found out that's one of the things they do in commercials. They put like shaving cream on pies to make the the whipped cream look fluffy. It, that's what they do. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's how they got me.
0: That just made me think of your your text that you sent to your buddy Mm. (laughs)
1: mmm yeah so my buddy was going to buy me breakfast at work he was going to pick up a chicken biscuit sandwich and stuff he was like oh I'm coming I was like how many are you bringing question mark but my autocorrect made my question mark three M's (laughs) so it turned to how many are you bringing to how many are you bringing Mm." (laughs) bitch mm. <laughs> I had a text immediately after I'm like I went to do a question mark he was like yeah sure you did I was like No, I fucking promise can, can you make it spicy chicken mmm <laughs> 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 was a question Try to find out what that spicy chicken would be like in my mouth mm. <laughs> do it bitch ranch dressing do you have it mmm yeah. <laughs> Stupid autocorrect. Stupid <laughs> swipe. That's what it was. It was a swipe that I did. And, <sighs> yeah, that was swipe the M. If you hold down M, it's a question mark. Mm-hmm. So if you want a question mark, you don't have to hold down M. You can just take M and drag it to the space bar. Mm-hmm. That makes the question mark. But I my, my I Not I that day. I did it and it said lowercase M M M M. Message send. And I went, "Oh fuck me." <laughs>
2: Mm. Do you
1: think he saw it?
2: Mm.
0: I think he did.
1: He have to do that as a question, though.
0: I don't know. Did he? Mm. Mm.
1: <laughs> that hot, hot meat in my mouth. Mm. Is it spicy? Mm. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes went cross for a second there.
1: <laughs> I re- I really need to proofread my shit for what's in. soon.
0: <laughs> all right, so enough chicken talk. Mm-mm, chicken. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen to uh, some more from Ricardo. I can talk
1: about chicken all day.
2: I'm going to, you know, you know, document every step of the way. Every step of the way, it will be documented. she will pay <clears throat> she killed me with that she fucking killed with that. I mean she was a piece of shit I knew mean, that fucking drunk you know fucking sucking dick here and doing that you know but with that it was just that's it it's all over it was, especially now that I went into heavy duty getting all the information and working on my sculpture now uh, I got that video processor that I was gonna have you know still images that way I can you know Google out of my school. don't no. no. Okay. More importantly than anything else, okay, is the, is the time that, from which I will send this. Okay. Remember, like I always stress, you know, there's nothing more cop fears than a guy who has nothing to lose. Okay. If I have something to lose, uh, it's not gonna be a very, uh, as an experience to deal with the FBI. To you know, I don't want to do that. You know, I I know as much as, uh, as I try to pretend how clever I am. Okay, I can't match. I'm stupid. A lot of re- a lot of ways, I'm pretty stupid. You know. You know, make mistakes. I'm not that meticulous. I am um, sloppy. If if you t-
0: so, he's very realistic about the fact that he knows he's probably gonna fuck up. But he's going to go through with it anyway. Well, a couple of months into making the tapes, Ricardo got a call from his mom. It seems his whole family was concerned about him and his emotional stability.
1: No shit.
0: Well, it's not really clear why they had this concern other than he's been treated for anxiety like at a psychiatrist's office.
1: Hey, honey, how are you? I want to go down on Bjork. (coughs) Oh, so dinner this weekend's canceled, huh? Okay.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's just because he's being reclusive, or if he's talking about things that are disturbing.
1: If you don't want to calm down, that's fine, but I I made sweet potato pie, and you like sweet potato pie, don't you? Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, she begged him to move back down to Uruguay and asked if he had any weapons on him. He told her no, and she told him that if he loved them, he would never buy a gun. He thought that she said that because they were concerned that he would kill himself. He was so shaken and moved by this that he couldn't sleep, and he started reconsidering his plan.
1: And with what he's about to say, I'm pretty sure there's a part of it where Bjork would probably have agreed.
2: About Bjork, um, I started thinking that week, especially, So you know what, she's not worth the trouble. The, uh, I put like in balance. Who should I dedicate my attention to, my mother, or a complete stranger? You know, of course, your mother. And so I put I put it more into perspective. Now, as far as um my plans that I had with her, notice I use the word had. It has been temporarily postponed. Why? Well, partially because of the worrying about my mom. Right now, my first attention is with my mother. As a matter of fact, in, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be going to Uruguay to visit her.
1: I bet you, like, um, if you were to uh, ask Bjort, like, if she knew about this at the time, she'd probably be like, yeah, I'm not worth it. Could you not do this? <laughs> yeah. I'm totally not worth with, it. W- with you on that.
0: Focus on your mom.
1: Yeah. She <laughs> sounds really worried, dude.
0: Well, after this, Ricardo took a break from recording for a while. He picked back up on July 14th of 96, stating nothing had been happening until a few days prior when he quit his job. He had gotten lazy both at home and at work, and he got into it with his boss after some complaints were made.
1: Is that his brother?
0: Well, the way he talks in the videos, I don't think... His actual boss is his brother. I think maybe his brother just works for the same company or is maybe a co-owner. But I think his brother's name is Ralph. And then the boss's name is George. And he talks about him and George getting in this argument. And he said, and then I started getting smart alecky. And I said something about white power. So I'm assuming George is a person of color.
1: Or just was not on board with what he fucking said.
0: Yeah, so I'm assuming that's probably not his brother.
1: <laughs> I could imagine where if I have to fire somebody because of their performance, and they're like, well, well, you know, they say the white movement. I'd be like, stop. Whatever you're about to say, fucking it, stop, and then leave. <laughs> what the fuck? What just happened? How did this happen? Yeah. Where did we take this turn?
0: And he was supposed to work that night, and he decided, fuck it, I'm just going to quit now. Why work? And at risk getting into it again and getting fired. I'm just going to quit now. So, so much for letting his actions speak louder than his words when it comes to killing cockroaches.
1: <laughs> but long story short, he quit. What tape if that's up. what it was? Maybe he talked a lot of shit about killing cockroaches. But he just wasn't good at it. He
0: destroys them.
1: The fucking cockroaches. Cockroaches? But what if he didn't? That's the thing. What if that was what his boss was all about? Like, hey, first of all...
0: No, he freely admits in the tape he got lazy. He oh. he quit doing things. He said he quit reading. He quit doing his art. He just sat in front of the TV. He got lazy at work. His truck was full of trash. He admits fully that he had gotten lazy. I think that was depression that was being shown as him being lazy.
1: You know what helps with that? Go take a walk.
0: Yeah, I don't think he walks much. <laughs> he doesn't seem like the walking type.
1: I don't either. Damn it, I need to.
0: But uh, yeah, so long story short, he quit and he taped a sign to the door of the pest control place that read, in the land of the blind, I am the one-eyed king, a phrase that he said in the videos had some kind of meaning in his life, but how that pertains to quitting a job is beyond me.
1: Uh, yeah, it's, uh, what is that? It's, uh, I want to say Twilight Zone or Outer Limits. You know what I'm talking about?
0: No. I know what Twilight Zone and Outer Limits are.
1: It's an episode. I I want to say it's a Twilight Zone, but it's one of those things where um, this guy loves to read. uh, Snuggle Bunnies, feel free to jump in and correct me here. but um, It's an episode where, I mean, it's like an old, 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 old episode, but um, he loves to read. He loves books, and the world comes to an end. He's the last guy on Earth, and he um, has all these books to read. In the library. He has all these libraries. He has books to rest, last for the rest of his life. But his glasses fall off and they break. So no, maybe no, maybe not, no, no. I just made a reference to a show that didn't have anything to do with this just now.
0: Yeah, how is that one eyed related?
1: No, no uh, but if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> the saying is uh, in the land of blind, the one, the man with one eye is king. Yeah. So he's the one eyed king. Yeah,
0: he thought and, this was pretty cool to put on a sign to quit
1: and check out this show twilight zone let's check that out it's good. that's a good episode <laughs> shit yeah he started crying at the end too he's like I had time now but he can't read because he broke his glasses
0: I, I get it
1: that had nothing they'd be, like, they'd be like, everything you just said and I'm like oh it reminds me of this episode of cheers I like and you're spam like, and, you're like, and you're like what what's that gotta do with anything and I'm like I don't know what are you talking about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is going to become a thing. Every time I ask a question, I'm like,
0: mm. Well, Ricardo then went on to explain that the plan to kill Bjork was still on.
1: You know, I'm going to interrupt. But when, with some when changes. I was, when I was talking about Twilight Zone, I bet you there's a listener out there going, what the fuck are you talking about? This That's has probably not even an episode. to do. It is. I swear <laughs> to God, it is. He like went to grab a book and his glasses just fell off and hit a brick and his glasses broke. And he was like, oh, and now he can't read. But there's a listener out there right now. One of the ways that they're going, like while I was talking about going, oh, Billy, don't, Billy, don't. This has nothing to do with the. God damn it, Billy. <laughs> and then I bring up the in the land of blind, and they're like, there you go, you're you got it. Yeah, you came back. Yeah, yeah. You just said something totally stupid just now. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Whoa.
0: Oh, there's, like, veins and shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I shit my pants. Oh, well. Let's finish this episode.
0: So, Mm -hmm. yeah, the plan to kill Bjork was still on, um, but there were some changes to his plan. And this next clip is another fairly long
1: clip. What if, like, before that happened, instead of getting into an argument, his boss was like, You know what? You're doing great. You deserve a raise. You think he'd be like, Bjork? Bjork who? Like, you think he would have changed if that went in the opposite direction i think
0: he was totally batshit fucking crazy and i don't think he ever truly thought he was gonna not try and attack her all that shit about his mom and it's if that was the case he would have said i'm giving up on it he said it's been temporarily postponed yeah so i don't think anything at
1: the the end of the day and nobody has talked about it yet you you haven't i haven't mentioned it yet but um My heart really goes out to Bjork. She, at the end of the day, she is the real victim in all this. And Mm -hmm. she did nothing fucking wrong.
0: Yeah. As so many victims of stalking are. I mean, they just
1: are there. if I'm not mistaken, feel free to cut this out. But when this was over, she pretty much withdrew Mm -hmm. from this. And it was because of this fucking guy. Yeah. You know, and it's like, God, you know, you're so good. You're so talented at what you do. You're so successful. And this fucking guy is the one. He just, he, he ruined your life
0: but now he you, I mean, is synonymous with Bjork yeah. for the rest of everyone's lives that knows who yeah. Bjork is. You think Bjork, you think, oh, that crazy guy that stalked
1: her. I didn't know that. Even if you don't
0: know her don't know his name.
1: I didn't know anything about that till I saw that. Now, whenever I see Bjork, I'm like, oh yeah, that fucking guy. Yeah. You know.
0: All right. So, here's the clip. It's pretty long.
2: Right now, I'm like living my fantasy in a way I'm not scared I'm very involved in what I'm doing. As you can see. I don't know if you can see if good. I'm going to do it. Uh, somewhat different, the AIDS thing. Uh, I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to do that. Why? Because uh, I don't have AIDS that I know of.
0: Be good to reason. Taint it. Last night, be
2: Very, very, very difficult. Very complicated to ensure a successful contamination. So, what am I left with? Right now, I have two options. I'm uh, 80, 85% on using hydrochloric acid. Looking in the yellow pages right there, there's a lot of. Uh, I went to the consignment shop today with Ralph I, and I uh, went into an encyclopedias and I ripped out uh, a section where I talked about hydrochloric gas Hydro means water because it's a gas that's mixed with water because it becomes a, yellow, a pale yellowish uh, color and it eats metal, it eats a lot of shit. Some, I have to find out which plastics uh, to What is this all leading up to? Well, I don't have a job. That as I don't know if I I don't think I've mentioned before, I I bought. Let me show you the books I've gotten, uh, like a couple of months ago. John Douglas, director, not the director, but uh, the the, uh, FBI's former leading profiler. Book called Mind Hunter, all about psychos and shit. Book about again about the FBI, Hard Evidence. That's self-explanatory, I got, other book right here, Crime Lab, again, self-explanatory, uh, Star Stalkers, K- uh, Kaczynski, Mad Genius, okay, I read uh two of those books. <laughs> the crime lab one,
0: the heart of it. I just wanna point out that throughout this whole clip, he's picking up a sheet off the floor and blowing his nose on it. Okay, carry on.
2: Gross. This came to the why. Okay, this is this is something that's come up. Something is gonna happen. Major? Mm-hmm. Major, major. The next two months. I don't know if I'm going to be alive in September or November. I don't know that. I don't know that. I've been thinking about suicide. But of course, you know my philosophy. I'm not going to die an innocent man. Of course. I want to try. Okay. Now this little lady here needs no introduction, of course. Oh, and I have some news for you. Well, Spin magazine, uh, I believe it was last month. Little bitty article there, picture New York, picture of a man by the name of Goldie, a black man. Of course. Don't you try black and back. Well, apparently she's getting married this fall. going to have to kill him. I always wanted to say that. Well, this is, this is the situation. All my planning before, as far as the the process of evading the capture, is not of the essence now. The planned trip to New York to put misleading evidence about it a female, insented, uh, you know, a non-fan. That's all out the window right now. Why? Because. This is a little hard. Right now, I don't really feel it. I don't really feel depressed or nothing because I've been real busy and shit. Um... It's basically, um, it, 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 it's really awesome the way you can have a fantasy or have a thought and then boom, put it into action.
0: He goes on to explain that now that he's quit his job, he doesn't have a vehicle, so he's going to have to mail the package from a mailbox that's a block away. He says that with it being so close to where he lives. He runs the risk of having the FBI on him, which is not something he wants to deal with, as he said previously. And I've decided not to put a lot of audio from this tape in because he, as I said, disgustingly keeps picking up a sheet off the floor to blow his nose on. Oh, and did I mention that in most of these tapes he has his nasty stained mattress propped up against the wall in the background?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, On one of the videos, he does take you for a tour. Yeah. And it's, um, it's a bit rough.
0: Yeah. Bed has no sheet on it, obviously, as it was evidently a big fucking hanky for him. And uh, I don't know what the hell he has soiled his mattress with, but it's pretty gross.
1: I bet there's coming it.
0: And this is like, it's literally like one room with a bathroom off of it. So it's like he puts his bed up against the wall during the day and he has like an art table and everything. And then at night he just lays the mattress down. There's, like, no couch or anything. There's a fridge and a TV and a radio and his art stand. And that's pretty much it. And the nasty fucking bed against the wall. Anyway, he started considering suicide to completely avoid the whole situation.
1: What gets me is the way he talks about it. It's just, it's so, it's so matter of fact. (laughs) Like, he does the whole, like, and then I'm going to kill myself. And then, like, like, the way I'm, like... The way I go, like, oh, I'm going to go get groceries and then get Subway. Yeah. I like meatball subs.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, um, guys, I love meatball subs. Just, all right, so. Uh, Are you
0: asking for Subway gift certificates?
1: No, I'm asking for somebody to come over to my house and make me a meatball sub. <laughs> but he does it so blasé. So you like just... meatball
0: subs? Mm-hmm.
1: That is actually an appropriate question. With the M on the end of it. -hmm. I'd be like, yeah, do you got one? (laughs) That was kind of scary. I like it when they're a little spicy. You
0: like spicy balls? In my mouth,
1: meatballs. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Balls made of meat. Yep. Spicy balls made of
1: meat. Hot, juicy balls in my mouth.
0: Hot, juicy balls in your mouth.
1: Mm. I like it when they fuse them with pork.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. That got weird. Alright, so back to Ricardo. Mm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How am I going to kill myself? Well, there's the, uh,
1: <laughs> that would be the sheep.
2: This a tried and true, true method of using a Very scary to think about using your phone. But even more scarier is having a failed attempt. Like a high dosage of sleeping pills. I don't know what else I could do. <sighs> but I think I would have to go for the sure bet. Besides, you if he fucking when he On the door. FBI. Yeah. I feel right now, for the most part, my mother. Oh, she's, I'm going to kill her with this. I'm going to kill her with this. But look, I'm selfish, undoubtedly. Uh, I'm about as as horrible as it can be not not, not to put your mother's needs in front of yours. I'm not going to do that.
0: So he went from caring about his mommy to, I'm going to destroy my mommy, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Well, Ricardo must have gotten his job back pretty quickly because he starts spending money to get supplies for his quote-unquote project. On July 23rd, he got a bottle of 36% hydrochloric acid. He told the business that he bought it from that he was an artist, which isn't a lie, and he wanted to apply it to his metal work to get different textures, which is a pretty believable lie. I mean, if you're an artist, that would be an interesting way to get textures on your metal.
1: I'd say, you know, weld. You could weld <laughs> and then make a different texture. Or you could you, you you could you could smelt them together or have a type of foundry and put but he's different He's an artiste. I'm just saying he wants to try something different. I'm just saying if you put enough metals together you have something we call Damascus and then you don't need you don't need acid at all. These
0: people selling hydrochloric acid don't know anything about that.
1: I'm just saying.
0: They're going, okay.
1: Okay, okay. Seriously, Erica? Bottom fucking line? Yeah. I watch a lot of YouTube videos and I'm really, I'm really getting interested in it. And metalwork? Yeah. Not doing it, watching it. I don't, don't want <laughs> to like do things. It. It's hot. That's hot. <laughs> Have you seen it when it comes out? It's like glowing. No. <laughs> it's like glass blowing. I'm like, oh, that's so neat. I love watching it. <laughs> I
0: don't want to sweat my ass off just to blow on some hot glass. <laughs>
1: the odds of me making a fucking unicorn out of glass is pretty goddamn slim. <laughs> and then you say, like, he was... Oh, wait. He was, was he talking about the AIDS blood or was he talking about acid? About the, what, what to store it in? I think earlier he was talking about, like, well, what container can I hold this in to make it work? And I'm thinking, like... Well, well,
0: yeah, when he's talking about the hydrochloric, he said he's he's actually doing research on it and... Saying, you know, I I know this is what it does and this is what it is, but I need to look into what I can actually put it in. I need to look into plastics that I can use. Thank you.
1: And um, I'm not here to give anybody little tidbits on what to do, but it's like, okay, um, the jug it comes in, Mm -hmm. flip it over. It tells you what plastic it is. True. Like, it's right there. Once you get it, yeah. just be like, oh. Just don't
0: put it in glass.
1: Just grab hold of the handle and hold it up over your head to where the base is facing you and be like,
0: don't ever hold a jug of hydrochloric acid over me. I'm, I'm
1: not saying dump it. <laughs> I'm saying just look at the bottom of the jug and be like, what are you all about? And like, oh. That's
0: like the guy that looks into the gun barrel <laughs> when it jams <laughs> and they look down on
1: the hole. Do you know how that happened in basic training? It was the funniest thing I've ever seen.
0: Uh, how was that funny?
1: Oh, it was great because um, it, he kept fi- okay so he went to fire his weapon i guess he just wasn't nobody watched him enough to notice he made a very 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 stupid move he put the magazine in backwards oh now it's not going to it's not going to backfire it's not going to do anything you're going to really mess up the inside of that weapon when you try to charge when you try to rack around to the chamber um, it's going in backwards Blast cap first, you're gonna mess up everything when mm-hmm. you do it, and that bolt is spring loaded. You're gonna fuck that spring up too. You're gonna to fuck up everything about it, you know. And and he kept like click, click, click. He kept trying to fix it and everything, and he would pull it back and it would discharge around out the side. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay, we're good now. He rode the bolt forward, click, click, and then like the. Colonel instructor came up and was like, What the fuck is the problem here? And he was like, I don't know. And then he literally just took the took the rifle and like looked down the barrel. Dude grabbed him by the back of his neck <laughs> and threw him out of the fucking fighting yeah. the foxhole, you know? Because
0: I've seen so many videos where people do that and it fucking goes off.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this one, I mean, it, it, you know, thank God there was no. It was backwards. It was the, 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 the bullet was backwards. There was no, it wasn't going to do anything. Mm hmm. But the fact that you put that barrel to your eyeball, that was enough, and that he ripped him out of that hole like he was a rag doll.
0: And, and how did he pass the ASVAB?
1: I I I don't know. <laughs> I think he got cycled out. I think um, it was uh, he got discharged, failure to adapt. That's a big one. Yeah. Uh, you put a magazine in backwards and load uh-huh. it around backwards. Uh huh. That's um you, uh, That's you
0: like basic training one oh one. Yeah
1: yeah yeah. Here
0: here's your weapon. Yeah. This the, is what we're gonna do. The to bullet goes the here.
1: That's the business end. Pull this. You'll hear the business end go boom. Mm -hmm. And what you're aiming at better be something that you're supposed to be aiming at. Not your fucking eyeball.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, he tells him he wants to get this acid to do, you know, art type stuff with it. And then he videotapes him opening the box that the bottle is in.
1: Like a reveal. Isn't it funny if you got an attitude where you got it? What do you need this for? I'm an artist. (laughs) I
0: need it for my art. All right. Jesus Christ,
1: man. (laughs) Dial it back.
0: So, yeah, he does this big reveal, this box is taped shut, and he's completely naked. You can see full frontal nudity and everything. Completely (laughs) naked. Naked a lot. And it's very strange for someone who's so self-conscious about his body. I mean, he talks all through these videos about how he's overweight, how he has a, a little dick, how this and that and the other... And yet he's walking around naked all the time in front of this camera.
1: Well, I mean, maybe it's because nobody's looking at him.
0: Yeah, but I most, mean, it's a camera if lens, you feel self conscious, nobody's
1: you, standing there.
0: True. But you tend to want to cover up so you don't see it yourself. If he's so disgusted with his own body, walking around naked, I mean, it just, I'm hoping it's because it's Florida and it's fucking hot and maybe he doesn't have air conditioning. I don't know. But he is naked or in underwear in, like, almost all these videos unless he just got off work and he's wearing his work shirt.
1: Yeah, that's the one I saw was when he was talking about, if I did a bad job, I did a bad job. I'm going to come back. I'm going to mm-hmm. turn the place inside. I'm going to send him to hell. Mm-hmm. He, was wearing a, he was wearing a polo.
0: Yeah, and it has his name on it. Ricardo.
1: That's about it. Yep. Other than that, <laughs> he's either naked or he's in his undies.
0: Yeah, and he ends Or up- he's
1: showing you fu- uh, his fucking mattress. Yeah. that's against his closet door <laughs>
0: his nasty fucking mattress Ick. okay and so he like he suits up completely naked in this like transparent suit with like rubber gloves a face shield and he tries the acid on pizza and vegetables, meats, and metals without much success safety first guys so three days later he changes tactics and comes up with a new plan
2: now for the surprise of the day see that sulfuric acid that's right I got one pint of sulfuric acid it's danger corrosive liquid acid liquid acid mist cause severe burns to all body tissue May be fatal if swallowed harmful and inhaled and inhalation may cause lung damage. Water reactive strong inorganic acid mist containing acid can cause cancer. keep out of reach of children, of course. It's H2SO4 is the chemical formula. Let me show you something. This. Is what Bjork is going to be, uh, is going to have to deal with. See that? That's what she's going to have to do. Okay. As soon as I get the air can, the trials will begin.
0: And that was him spraying, like, an air diffuser-type device into the air to show how the spray... Will come out on her.
1: Yeah, you would know um, if in your living room you have one of those glade things on a fucking battery.
0: That you walk by and it gets you in the eyes every time? It gets me in the eyes every <laughs> fucking time. Or in the mouth. We're just in your general vicinity. And you're like, oh, God, Hawaiian
1: breeze. Oh. Where did that happen? That happened to me, like in a bar. I want to say it was in Korea. I think I came out of the bathroom crying because.
0: Yeah, I think it was in Korea. I remember you telling me about it. Yeah,
1: like, I forget what happened, but, like, I had to go to the bathroom and pee. You were
0: going to, like, wash your hands or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was washing my hands, and then it went... And I looked up and went... Right in my face. I was like... "Ah!" And then I immediately bent down to start washing my hands, but there were no knobs. It was automatic. So I'm trying to find where the knob is, blind... As soon as I did the bathroom door open, it hit me in my butt and it sent my face forward right into the faucet. And then I was I came out of the bathroom, like I looked like I was just attacked. Really. It looked like I just got my ass kicked. I was like,
0: Can we go? Home? You're lucky yeah. it wasn't an assassin. They would have got you with the spray.
1: It was a hard night.
0: Yeah. I bet it was.
1: Yeah, I showed up at the gate. They're like, too much to drink? I'm like, no, I wish I had more. I got I, maced. I got, <laughs> I walked past the MPs. By the bathroom. Walk past the MPs, and they're like, hmm. Because I smelled good. I smelled like mango and hibiscus. Uh, it was really nice. I was <laughs> like, oh, is that pineapple? Hmm. Where are you drinking? I'm like, I don't know. I can't see. I don't where know where are it drinking. Where are you drinking? Hmm. Look like I'm having a good time. Mm. <laughs> All right. So it oh, reminds me of Korea. My last day, my last night was uh, I got to see a, because um, when you come into the gate from going out, you know, and partying or whatever, uh, got to see a, a guy try to take a swing at an MP. The MPs are at the gates, making sure everybody gets in Okay. Uh, this guy took a swing at an MP who just so happened to have a canine.
0: An MP is military police. Military for police. Know. Yeah.
1: The cops. And uh, the he's, he's sitting there with a uh, canine and he had this really cool leash. It's like snap release. Like he, on the handle, his handle, he did something and you can release it from there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the dog can just run. Now it's running with a chain around his neck and it's dragging and it has sparks, which is, I think, something from hell. Yeah. <laughs> But this guy took a swing. He he and the cop bounded back. Oh, he, the soldier was drunk, mm-hmm. clearly. And um, what's cool was the cop, you know, went back to to miss it, and he missed it. He didn't get hit. He took a swing, but he didn't hit him. And he let go of that that leash. And what's cool was the dog didn't bite him at all. The dog did some weird crouching tiger matrix shit. <laughs> Jumped in the air and hit him in the shoulder with his ass. <laughs> he this 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 German shepherd jumped, turned his body in mid air and like gave him a spinning like he back was kick. doing
0: yeah like a roundhouse yeah like, <laughs> like
1: like yeah he like did a, like a whirlwind back kick type of jet lee <laughs> shit knocked that fucker down. And then even when it was done, the dog backed up. He didn't bite him at all. Didn't put his mouth on him. He he like. Well, because
0: his controller probably didn't give him the cue to do that. Yeah,
1: he he like it like he was like, I I, I the way I picture it in my head was the guy the, the guy that swung was like, yeah, bitch, and then like he went to swing, he was like clip, and then the dog jumped. <laughs> I was like, who's the bitch now? Boom. <laughs> and it hit him with his ass, knocked him who's down. Who's the bitch now? Mm-hmm. And he did that thing like a cat does. Like the, the dog was like down, paws down, uh, face but, uh, down, ass in the mm-hmm. air, wiggling like. Looking, looking right at him, was like, bitch, fuck it. Give me a, give me a fucking reason. I'll, I'll fuck you up. Give me a fucking reason. And then next thing you know, they like five MPs jump on. Plus people in civilian clothing who were soldiers, they jumped on top of him. He got, he got cut down pretty quick. And I was like, this is how you send a guy off to go back home. (laughs) This is good. This was a good night to
0: see all the drunken misbehavior.
1: (laughs) Never seen it. I never get to see the cool shit.
0: Well, you got to see the cool shit that night.
1: I was really lucky. I was really lucky. <laughs> I guess. A <laughs> dog turned a man out. <clears throat> Boom! <laughs> yeah, stay down, bitch. Like, this is great.
0: <laughs> All right. So now Ricardo's got this sulfuric acid and he starts Wait, doing... Wait, is sulfuric acid the same as battery acid? I I've had that on me. I don't know.
1: And it does not burn.
0: No, sulfuric acid is stronger than hydrochloric... Well, the... The sulfuric acid he got, I think... Let me look through here. I think it was 96% sulfuric acid, and the hydrochloric was only like 36 I
1: oh, thought hydrochloric was the strongest.
0: I don't know technically which one would be stronger, but I know... The percentage that he got on the sulfuric was, was the much higher, was percentage. much higher than the hydrochloric.
1: Well, now I gotta find out. Snuggle bunnies, if you can, let me know what battery acid is. So I used to work at XI Technologies, and I used to have battery acid spill on me all the time from car batteries. Mm-hmm. It itched. It burned, but it didn't eat anything away. It'll well, give you a bit of a rash. And what's crazy is water, you don't want water.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, there's, uh, bottles everywhere. And you have to wear a respirator the whole time you're at work, but there's bottles everywhere. And um, they look like um, like a diner ketchup bottles, mm-hmm. the soft plastic mm-hmm. with the nozzle, like that. But you take it, and you squirt, it and it's instant. I don't know what's in it. God it bless it. It
0: probably counteracts the pH level. Oh, sure.
1: Yeah. It makes me think maybe it's like Ringer or Lactate, but maybe not. But,
0: no, that Ringer's Lactate but is it's just like, completely...
1: It's it's not water, but it's like um, a little bit lighter than beer like a lager It has it has yellow mm-hmm. it's a little bit worse it's a little bit lighter than that almost like a mick ultra where it's like so watered down barely has a tint to it it's like that and you squirt that on you it's instantly fucking better but yeah i've had battery acid on me a lot and there's yeah no this way... would
0: definitely be stronger than that yeah because he started doing experiments and they were much more fruitful and uh he would hold up pieces of salami to the camera where he'd put the acid on and it actually turned the area black and eroded at it. Yeah, Uh, eroded it away. And so he plans on creating a package that will spray the sulfuric acid all over Bjork's face and chest when it's open. And then four days later, he goes and purchases a Taurus thirty-eight caliber revolver with a 4-inch stainless steel barrel for $210. Not bad.
1: Taurus, um... I don't know much about their semi autos, but the Taurus revolvers are good. Yeah. Those are good ones.
0: And I know this is ninety six, but still two hundred and ten bucks for a Taurus. That's
1: a good deal. I revolver. mean, not talking I mean, like about what's about to happen, not that context, but like as far as guns go. Yeah. I would take and, and people there's a lot of people who are very loyal to Smith and Wesson. And it's good. It's a good it's a good pistol, but uh, Taurus, like a Taurus Rate, could you imagine? towards Raging Bull.
0: Oh God! A oh,
1: four four fifty four Casul round. Ooh! You need
0: to, like cut somebody in half with that?
1: That's like <laughs> the only reason I could see. I'm all for carrying a gun for personal protection. Uh, nine millimeters, is my cutoff. I think anything higher than that, um, you could hurt somebody that's behind the person. Uh, if you shoot somebody with a Raging Bull for personal defense, you're gonna go through that person, through a car, and then into another person, and maybe mm-hmm. a kid. But if, if if you had one on your hip, and I'm like, why do you have that? And if, you, and if the person's like, I hunt bear, I'd be like,
0: oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, okay, yeah,
1: <laughs> that's a good gun. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Wear gloves. Um, that's that's gonna that's gonna kick mm-hmm. like a like like a mule that mm-hmm. you could kill one with. You yeah. could kill a mule with that <laughs> for sure.
0: And uh, since of course this was back in '96, the waiting period back then was only three days. So he. Purchased it, signed for it, and he only had to wait three days before he would go to pick it up. Well, the same night that he went and paid for the gun, uh, he came back and started testing the device that he was creating that would spray the acid. He drew a rough outline of a person on a large piece of cardboard and tacked it to the wall to test it out on. And he was pleased with the results.
2: I'd say that was a direct hit. Wouldn't you? Now that there. That there's fucking art. <laughs> fuck old painting, fuck pastel. Waterfill. Now that there's fucking art when I'm fucking doing shit, man. I got a lot of cleanup work to do now, but uh, I'm like, oh, forget it, that. I mean, all over base, everything, all over here, especially all over here. Wow, man. Wow. And when she takes that thing off, she's going to rub it off. Fucking beautiful, man. Fucking beautiful,
0: man. So, yeah. He's a little bit happy about uh, what could potentially happen to little Bjork.
1: That poor thing.
0: Over the next month, he continues working on the device, which he has come up with a clever disguise for. He's hollowed out an old accounting book to place the device in, and covered the book with leather. He has a letterhead printed up for her U.S. record label, Electra. He types up a cover letter on it to go with the book, claiming to be someone from the record company. It says that the book is an old copy of a book that is being turned into a movie, and that the director wants her to play a small but important role in it, as well as do the music score. Now, that's pretty clever, if you ask me. It's different than his original you know, marketing tool, but this way, he has a way to house the device and a reason for her to accept the device in that package. So to him, things were starting to come together and he was ecstatic.
1: (laughs) This is working out great.
2: So I'm gonna fuck you up, Bjork. Woo! I'm gonna be like I'm on drugs. I'm going to, be, I, I'm going to uh, right now, as a matter of fact, I'm going to take that serotonin inhibitor. Uh, I'm going to take the other pill, too. I'm going to start getting back into the pill. Tomorrow, number one thing I got to do is I got to get the little purse thing, whatever they have under the belly, whatever you call it. Uh, I need to get that. Uh, I need to go to the library, which I don't think I'm going to be able to be successful getting the internet nonetheless my way back. I'll go right here, to the internet cafe. Ah! That's gross. Get hooked up, get, gotta pay a fee, whatever. I don't care how much it costs. It's gonna be cheaper than buying a computer, because I don't have enough money for that. So... She's gonna get fucked, fucked, fucked. As long as I got the gun in my shed, bro, I'm gonna feel secure now.
1: This does not sound like love.
0: And he continues to go on his little rant about how great this is gonna be.
2: I'm headed for greatness, not in the eyes of man, but in my eyes. That was some dignity, goddammit, you know. Hey, I wasn't asked to be part of see, this is a problem with having kids this is the problem the people have kids for selfish reasons for selfish reasons people avoid child uh, uh, birth control for selfish reasons okay and you have to ultimately pay for every mistake that you make okay this is the problem with having kids uh, you know you can raise them the best you can this and that and they can then end up all screwed up like me okay I could be a lot worse, but nonetheless, I'm going to bring my parents and my family a lot of pain, a lot of shame. But I was not asked to. None of us are asked to be brought into this world. It is a crime. It is a fucking crime to bring children into this world. And you shall pay for it with pain, with suffering. Okay? No, I want to have kids because this and that, because no, that's the way it's supposed to be. We live in a world of monsters. Do you understand that a world of monsters? It belongs to them, and I soon—I'm in my roads of becoming with them. I'm gonna die with the monsters, so I will die as a monster. I'm not gonna die an innocent man. And I—I I held up as long as I could. My my original plans were for my parents to die and then for me to do this shit, but hey, things change. Things change. Things change. You know, I was going to do the AIDS infection thing, whatever, boom, 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 boom. I was going to fly to New York, send it off from New York, all that fucking bullshit. But now, there it is, there it is, and it's beautiful, look, that's beautiful. It that is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I've created it.
1: Good for you, I guess.
0: I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist, clearly, as I would have fixed my own brain a long time ago. But, uh, he I'd seems, imagine. he seems kind of manic in this stretch of videos. He goes from elation to anger and judgment and then right back into elation and pride in his work. He's repeating phrases over and over again. It's very strange. So it, it almost seems like he's having a manic episode to me. Just, you know, in my humble medical psychological knowledge, um, he's just acting much stranger than he has in the previous videos. But in less than a week from this recording, the package will be in the mail and he will be dead. Now, the last day, September 12th, 1996... Ricardo gets up early and mails the package, though he's not sure it will make it to York because the bubbles of the acid could be heard when it sloshed around. He noticed that as he was mailing it. But the plan was in motion and there was no going back. He starts preparing for his final moments. He completely shaves his head and face, including his eyebrows. He then paints a zigzag pattern over his face and head using red and green grease
1: paint. Still trying to figure out what that's all about.
0: Well, it's believed he may have done this to change his appearance so significantly that it would be easier in his mind to kill himself because he wouldn't look like himself in the mirror. Because throughout the videos, he keeps looking in the mirror, looking in the camera, viewfinder, looking at himself. So they think maybe in a way he was trying to distance himself from his own self.
1: Well, it would only be for a moment. He's done so many hours of this looking at himself. And but no- with the
0: paint on and stuff. They're saying that possibly it was easier for him. I
1: guess, maybe, but... If
0: he looked at the reflection and saw, well, this isn't the nice, sweet little Ricardo. This is this crazy man with zigzag paint all over his face. Well no, he's not
1: nice and sweet.
0: But, you know, the image. He's not going to get that same image back in the mirror. But no one is really positive if this was the real reason. It's just a theory. He then writes the message on the wall to the FBI with an arrow pointing down to the videotapes. He also paints on a canvas, quote, the best of me, with a date at the bottom and props it against the wall on his nasty bed, I'm sure, where he planned on sitting when he killed himself. And it's believed that he intended to spray the canvas with his blood and tissues when he shot himself, like making a piece of, you know, his last art piece Uh with his insides and he then waited for the manager to leave downstairs at 2 43 p.m. He says he's ready and I'm going to cut out some periods where he isn't saying anything and is just taking deep breaths or looking around nervously trying to prepare himself. So yeah, um, just a warning. Um, you will not find the full video on YouTube. Most likely you can find the video elsewhere. And I will be playing the actual shot that is fired. You will hear that. So this is just a warning about that.
1: Yeah, it's not going to be on YouTube. I saw it myself on a website that I believe was actually reported. And I really hope that doesn't backfire on me that I was on that website before it was reported. But that's where I even found out about this guy. I was like, oh, wow.
2: It's this in multiple
1: is places where you can find yeah. the whole thing.
2: I'm waiting for as soon as the manager leaves I'm going to uh, do it I'm waiting though. Okay, it's time Okay, it's time I've got my gun I just want to say that uh, my last words What are my last words? Well, fuck the world that's my last words and uh, fuck Bjork and her and her nigger loving self um, the chances of it being entirely successful like I said before uh, I, I, well, I'm not going to count on it but nonetheless it being out there I consider it uh, a great venture nonetheless I was going to die anyway not because of her, but uh, rather because of my own reasons. Um, let me just check the more time. This death is for you Bjork. No, excuse me. Uh, for you to see it. Uh, in some compensation for the pain that I have caused you and or will maybe cause you. Uh, everything else in my life that I fantasize about, I've accomplished. The last song after this one, then.
0: So, uh, yeah, that was him killing himself, and you could clearly hear the blood pouring out afterwards. But, uh, I don't know if it's funny or sad, but not a drop of blood is seen on the video, although it's heard very clearly. But that means that none of it made it to his canvas. So the quote-unquote best of him, where he wrote on that canvas, turned out to be nothing. (laughs)
1: Turned out to be just a fucking sign.
0: Yeah, the best of me. White canvas. (laughs) It's sad, and it's funny. Now, as I said in the beginning, Ricardo Lopez's decomposing body was not found until four days later. The police only learned about the acid bomb package as they watched the last tape that was still in the camcorder. It was discovered through the postal service that a package shipped the way he shipped it would take five days to get from Florida to Bjork's doorstep in London. They realized that they had less than 24 hours to track it down and intercept it. Scotland Yard got involved and found the package already in a post office in South London. It was fully operational when it was intercepted. So, nothing had happened to it in transit. It still would have worked. It was taken to a secure location and detonated. If it had arrived in Bjork's hands, the damage would have been catastrophic, if not deadly. But a couple of things that Ricardo didn't know about were that Her mail was vetted through her manager's office before it ever went to her directly. That's what I was saying. Just like you said. And funny thing, Bjork and Goldie had broken up just days before Ricardo mailed the package and then shot himself. So the reason he was killing her was no longer a reason anymore. Bjork spoke publicly about it, saying she was very upset that it happened, that she wouldn't be sleeping very well, and that she was mostly concerned for the safety of her son, I didn't even know she had a son, let alone back then when she was so hugely popular. Didn't find that out until I started to research. Well, he started going to school with a security detail after this, of course. She also sent a card and flowers to Ricardo's family, which is super sweet of her to do. Yeah. She continues to make music, but kind of dropped out of the limelight after the incident, understandably. And that's the story of Ricardo Lopez, the Bjork stalker. And you can find hours and hours of his leaked video diaries on YouTube. The video we watched for most of this was a condensed version with snippets from multiple tapes. It's called Bjork Stalker, the Video Diary of Ricardo Lopez," 102-minute documentary. There's also an ABC Primetime episode that is on YouTube as well. And of course, like I said, the actual suicide clip itself can be found in multiple places on the internet if the morbid curiosity is killing your cat. It really isn't gory or graphic since you don't see any blood, but it is tense. You do
1: get to see a person die. Yeah. He does it, die.
0: And it is very tense watching him trying to psych himself up for it. I've seen numerous suicide videos being a gore whore and all because I'm weird like that.
1: You said gore horror.
0: Gore whore. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I've never seen somebody have so much hesitation before they do it. And I kind of think that if he hadn't... Like, recorded everything for those nine months and made a promise to the camera, which he thought was a reflection of himself, if he hadn't set it in stone, then he may have backed out when it came time. He did not look like he wanted to kill himself at all. And what he yelled out before he shot himself is, this is for you. So, um... Yeah, that's a whole bag of crazy for you right there. (laughs) Billy said, "We've got to cover this guy," and so we've been sitting on it and sitting on it, and we finally Since last did it. year, yeah, and it was a lot of research, a lot, <laughs> a lot of time, a lot of watching videos, a lot of listening to his rants. But thanks for listening to the episode. If now, you...
1: again, put yourself in my shoes. <laughs> where are you going to pick out the parts where he's crazy?
0: All of them crazy. All of
1: it's fucking crazy. There's no point where he's like talking about such and such and this, that, and whatever, and blaza, blah And then like, well, you know what I think. And then I'm going to kill myself. No, it's like, it's all there. Yeah, it's, there's videos
0: of him calling up the businesses when he's looking for the acid. And he hangs up with places and he's all excited because they have what he's looking for. And he just, it's like, it's
1: he's like he's fucking nuts.
0: Yeah, he's really looking forward to what he's doing. So yeah, thanks for listening to the episode. If you liked what you heard, please get on iTunes and leave us a five-star rating or review. It's one of the best ways to help us. It lets people know that lots of weirdos like you have listened and like it. And maybe the weirdo reading the review will give us a chance and like it too. And please check out the other great podcasts on the Murderly Network when you have some time and show them some love. You can find all of us at murder.ly on the interwebs. If you would like to be a real baller and financially support the show, please go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash martinis and the and make a pledge. Even a $1 pledge gets you access to our patron-only audio each month and a shout-out on the show. And for just a few dollars more, you can get some exclusive goodies like the ones Billy makes with his little snuggle bunny hands.
1: I'm working on that. I'll find it. I'll find it.
0: <laughs> and once again, thank you to our patrons, Amy and Kirsten, our ballers. Amelia, Bonnie, Bridget, Chelsea, Christina, Cooper, Karina, Corey, Donald, Dylan, Belfast, Grace, Hunter, Jennifer, Kate, Christy, Kristen, Lady Danger, Marie, Maxime, Molly, W., Monica, Steven, Sue, and our newest one, Vanessa. Thank you, Vanessa. You awesome snuggle bunnies have our undying love. And you can now make a one-time donation in the amount of your choosing via our PayPal link on our website, martinisinthemacabre.com, near the bottom of the homepage. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Martinis in the macabre and on Twitter at Martini underscore Macabre. Be sure to join our fan page on Facebook as well at Friends Who Like Martinis in the Macabre. We love interacting with you guys and feel free to post whatever you like on the pages and share our posts. Sharing our pages, posts, and tweets helps get the word out, so share away. Visit our website, martinisinthemacabre.com, to learn a little bit about us, to listen to our complete episode catalog or to listen to all the fabulous songs created by Minimus Noah that we use at the end of each episode, and keep listening because another one will be at the end of this episode. And be sure to find his first official album release called Views on iTunes, Spotify, and many other music providers. And look forward to his next album due out later this year. And any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, you can send an email to martinisandthemicabre at gmail.com, or you can use the contact page on the website. Once again, thanks so much for listening. Stay safe, snuggle bunnies. Bye. And we'll see you in two weeks. Bye.
1: in bed?